This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Father, we bless you this afternoon. We cast down our crown. We want to thank you for the first service. Thank you for what you are set to do in this second service. We give you glory. All we are asking for is for more that you perform miracle. As your power was present to heal them all, let your power be present again this afternoon. Let the entrance of your word give light and understanding unto the simple. As you are said to enlarge the place of our tent, even your church, Father, let nothing stop it. Let nothing stop the enlargement that you are bringing about for your children. Thank you, Father. Thank you, ancient of days. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. And the people of God will say loud, amen. amen. Jam your hands together for Jesus. Jam it together for Jesus. Jam it together for Jesus. Amen. Remain standing. We are going to be praying. Remain standing. We are going to be praying. And I need someone on the organ. We are going to pray. Please turn your Bible with me to the book of Psalms 91. There's something about your name. Psalms 91. Verse 11 says, For he shall give his angel charge over thee to keep thee in all thy way. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon, shall thou trample under thy feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. This way God is said to set somebody on high. God will set somebody on high. You see, where you did not apply, your name will be called. I say, where you did not apply, your name will be called. And he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. You are going to say, Father. You are going to say, Father. You said, when I call upon you, you will answer me. And you will be with me in trouble. And you will deliver me. And you will honor me. Now go ahead and make that your prayer. That in this new week, the Bible said, I will set him on high. Because he has known my name. Do you know the name of God? Do you know how powerful the name of your God is? Because he has known my name. One challenge with people is that they are complacent. They are just okay with where they are. Would you pray to God and say, Lord, you promise that when I call upon you, we answer me. Answer me today. Mention where you want him to answer you. Say, Lord, enlarge the place of our tent as a church. Enlarge the place of our tent. It's a year of double. It's a year of double. It's a year of double. 
voice of our turn. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You are going to pray. Hold the hand of your neighbor. You are going to pray and say, Father, you say when we call upon your name, you will answer us. You say when we call upon your name, you will answer us. Please enlarge our time. As a parish, go ahead and make that your prayer. Make that your prayer. Make that your prayer. Make that your prayer. You say when we call upon you, you will answer us. You will be with us in trouble. Enlarge the place of our time as a parish. In the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Lose your neighbor. This last prayer is for you. With long life will I satisfy him. That is God. And show him my salvation. That means you are not permitted to die young. You didn't hear that. I said you are not permitted to die young. I cannot die young. It is not pride. It is not. We did you see it? Sometimes we don't take hold of the word of God. We don't command him by the works of his hand. He said, bring your cause. He said, with long life will I satisfy him. You are going to pray and say, in the name of Jesus, I will live long to serve the Lord. I will live long to eat the fruit of my labor. I will live long to spread the gospel. Go ahead and make that your prayer. I will live long to serve the Lord. I will live long to spread the gospel, to eat the fruit of my labor. You will not die young. You will not die young. Your family will not die young. Talk to God. Talk to God. You will live long. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Father, we thank you. Because we will not die young. Death is not in our tabernacle. Thank you because when we call upon your name, you answer us. God of mercy, we bless you. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Now tell your neighbor, are you ready for more? You may take your seat. Take your seat. Take your seat. I'd like to welcome every one of us to the second service. The Lord will do great things in your life in the name of Jesus. He will do mighty things in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the first uh, service, the Lord brought his word unto us on the topic, Enlarge the place of your tent. Enlarge the place of your tent. And the focus was on the church. As we discussed in the morning, for some of us that were here, God is not pleased with the state of the church. And but between now and March, there shall be no more empty chair. If you believe that, say amen. If you believe that, say amen. You see, if I'm pushing a car, it is not possible for me to remain in one spot as I'm pushing the car. 
That is the same thing that happens with our life. When we are committed to pushing the kingdom of God forward, to advancing it, it's not possible that your life will remain at the back. It's not possible. So as you commit yourself to building the house of the Lord, as you commit yourself to drawing multitudes to the house of God, the Lord will bless you for that. I say God will bless you in the name of Jesus. Your life will not remain at the back in the name of Jesus. Now turn your Bible with me to the book of 2 Kings. 2 Kings chapter 6. And I want somebody to read from verse 1. Maybe you are going for a job interview and this week God said, go ye, he will favor you. Maybe you have a surgery to attend this week. God is saying there will be no need for that surgery. Maybe you are here in this week that you are set to go and sign a paper to borrow money. God said there will not be need to borrow money. He said, go ye. Go ahead, sir. I pray for someone. The yoke of borrowing, the yoke of indebtedness is broken this afternoon. As the anointing oil comes upon your life, it's broken in the name of Jesus. Hold on, sir. One day I was listening to a man of God. And he said that the budget that was added to the church last year was 295 million naira in Nigerian money. And I said within myself, and I'm here in Canada, I said something must happen. I said something must happen. You see, anytime God wants to change your situation, he will connect you to hear some word. The word that will change your thinking. The word that will change your understanding. My prayer for you is this. If maybe you have been borrowing, as you receive the anointing oil, God will enlarge your place. Amen. I said the cruise of oil will not fail. Amen. The cruise of oil will not fail. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead. And the man of God said, uh-huh. Okay. And the place, uh-huh. And uh-huh. Okay. And if you can both cry unto the Lord, he can change your life. For it was borrowed. Go ahead. And he took it. Thank you. You may take your seat. Enlarge the place of your tent. 
Now, the focus now is on yourself, not the church. We are going to look at some strategies that will enable us to be able to enlarge the place of our tent. And the first one that we are going to look at is conduct honest assessment of your life. You see, for you to be able to enlarge the place of your tent, you must be able to have an honest conversation with yourself. In this case, as we saw in this story, you, we all know the story of the man of God called Elisha. How he had received double portion of the anointing. And how the entire town knew that, yes, this is the new man of God in town. And so the sons of the prophet, in those days, the sons of the prophet are just like ministers now, or workers. They came to him and said, this place is too small. And so they told him, but then they did not tell the man of God that one of them borrowed something. My prayer for you, an end has come to borrow him. I said, an end has come to borrow him. I said, an end has come to borrow him. First Chronicle chapter nine, um, chapter 4. First Chronicle. Talking about having an honest assessment of, our, of your life. Enlarge the place of your tent. How can that happen? The word of the Lord brings to us some principles. But sometimes as Christians, we don't apply those principles. We pray, we pray, we pray, but there are some little things that we don't do. But I pray that the Lord will open your eyes. That's one of the reasons why we prayed that prayer earlier. From verse 9. First Chronicles chapter 4 from verse 9. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. You are going to rise up on your feet. Anything that is constituting sorrow right now, begin to commit them to God. Jabez called himself to order. For you to enlarge. For you to experience double. In 2020, you must carry out an honest assessment of your life right now. Jabez knew that there was cause upon his life. He knew something was wrong. And he didn't fold his mouth. Some of you, something may be wrong, yet you still close your mouth. Something may be wrong with your walk with the Lord, but you are patching it. You are not being honest about it. Anything that constitutes sorrow, an end has come to them. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. You may take your seat. And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that thou wouldst bless me indeed. God will bless somebody indeed. And enlarge my coast. 
you are going to rise up on your feet. You are going to say, Oh Lord, bless me indeed and enlarge my coast. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Enlarge the place of your tent. Did you see? Did you hear what Jabez prayed? Enlarge my coast. And God is bringing you his word. My son, enlarge the place of your tent. Enlarge it, Lord. Enlarge it, Lord. What is it that you cannot do? Oh, that thou will bless me in this year of double. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. And that thy hand, you may take your seat, and that thy hand might be with me. And thou wouldest keep me from evil, no evil shall befall you. That it may not grieve me, and God granted him that which he requested. If God could grant unto Jabez what he requested, God is able to grant you what you are asking from him, and he will grant it unto you. I say he will grant it unto you. So we must be very strategic. We must be wise. As gentle as dove. But what? As wise as serpent. You see, what it means to conduct an honest assessment is like Jabez. Jabez prayed. He looked at his life. Look at your life right now. Where you are right now, is that where you are supposed to be? You see, if you are not honest with yourself, you are not honest with people, you are not honest with God, it might be difficult for you to be able to enlarge your pl the place of your tent. Because some people are not even honest with themselves. They are not honest with themselves. As your study, oh yes, it's going on fine. Is that the truth? How is your marriage? Oh, it's going on fine. Why? Well, it is good. It is good to com confess positive things. But we must, be, we must not be hypocrites. For us to enlarge the place of our tent like Jabez. Jabez called upon the name of the Lord. The sons of the prophet went to the man of God and said, This place is too straight for us. That's an honest assessment. You must be honest with God. You must come before God and be honest. The Bible says God desires truth in the inward heart. Psalm 51. He desires truth in the inward heart. Some of us even still come to God and still pretend. And that's the same God that already knows you. He knows your thoughts. So come before him and say, Lord, this is who I am. This is the situation of things with my life now. Until you come to that point, nothing will happen. We may pray, that's fine. Will God say don't pray? God will not say don't pray. But have an honest assessment of your life. Number two. If your family is under any form of spell, this is the time to say, Lord, I have come. Break this spell. Because I must command double indeed in this year. And I pray for you. Every form of satanic spell, they are destroyed. Number two. 
Identify areas of enlargement where you need enlargement in your life. If I ask some of you now, where do you need enlargement? Some people don't know. They don't know. Ask them what is their vision. They don't have one. But they pray. One of the things that God is doing in this house is to fortify you and prepare you. Identify areas. Let's look at Acts chapter 6. Acts chapter 6. We are looking at enlarge the place of your tent. That tent means your life. Your life. Your studies. Your family. Your work. Your business. Acts chapter 6. From verse 1. And in those days, our numbers will multiply. The numbers of the, of the disciples will multiply. There arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, Look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And the, and the same pleased the whole multitude. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip, and Procross. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You may take your seat. Number two, identify areas of enlargement. This was another story. Another event that took place in the Bible. Now, there was uh, a dispute between the Grecian and the Hebrew. Some of them felt that they were left behind. And so what the apostles did was that they looked at, okay, I think what we need is the, we need a ministry called the Ministry of Hospitality. They identified the area. One of the things that we are going to be doing and that we are going to be praying on this afternoon is identify areas where you want enlargement. So as you are hearing the word, begin to think of areas where you want God to enlarge you. So the apostles, they identified the area of needs. The sons of the prophet, they understood that there was need for them for a bigger house. So may I ask you, what area of your life do you need enlargement right now? Enlarge the place of your tent. Where? Be specific. Your finance, mention it. Be specific. Your marriage, be specific. Your job, be specific. Your health, be specific. Your extended family, be specific. Lord, enlarge the place of my tent in this area. And he will answer you. I say, God will answer you. He will answer you. You might say, oh, I'm not happy with my current job. What are you doing about it? Be specific. Identify them. Name them. I say, Lord, in this area, I need enlargement. And you will see God giving you strategy on what you need to do. Number three. Number three. Strategies. Approaches. To enlarging the place of your tent as an individual. Ezekiel chapter 47. Ezekiel chapter 47. And we'll read from verse 1. 
I call it the key of revelation. One of the strategies to enlarging the place of your tent is the key of revelation. And revelation is in level. You see, some now, as you are receiving the word, revelation is coming. There are some that when the moment they close their eyes like this, they begin to see different revelation. It's in level. Afterward, he brought me again onto the door of the house. And behold, waters issued out from the under the threshold of the house, eastward, for the forefront of the house stood towards the east. And waters came down from under the right side of the house at the south of the altar. Then brought he me out of the, of the way of the gate northward and led me about the way without unto the altar, I mean the altar gate by the way that looked eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side. See what verse 3 said. And when the man that had, led, that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits and brought me through the waters. The waters were to my ankles. To the ankles. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters were to the knees. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through. The waters were to the loins. Afterward, he measured a thousand. And it was a river that I, I could not pass over. For the waters were risen. Waters to swimming, a river that cannot be passed over. You are going to rise up on your feet. Revelation is in level. Some of you, you are in the ankle level right now. There is a level called the knee level. There is another higher level called the loins level. And there's another level called the level where you cannot pass. It's like an overflow. I want you to talk to God. Open my eyes to revelation. Move me up in the ladder. Revelation is not a fact. Fat are mere figures. One plus one is equal to two. That is fat. That is not revelation. They are two different things. Revelation is insight into hidden mysteries. It takes the spirit of God, the spirit of wisdom to unveil them to you. It is not calculation that will bring it. The Holy Spirit is the one measuring the water. A thousand cubit. A thousand cubit. And the level changes. When the Holy Spirit measures a thousand cubit upon your life, then you change. There are revelations that will bring about enlargement. You need to find them out. Don't let any prophet, you know, deceive you. 
You need to search them out by asking the Lord. There are levels. Ankle, knees, loins, and a river that cannot be passed over. Which level are you now? Which level are you? Revelation brings about empowerment. Changes. Sudden changes of stories. Say, Lord, enlarge my coasts as you, have, as, you have, as you did unto Jabez. Enlarge our coasts. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You may take your seat. Now, Proverbs chapter 25 says something very powerful. Now, Proverbs 25, verse 2. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing. But it is your responsibility to search it out. But the honor of kings, you are the king, you are the queen. Who is to search out a matter? It is the glory of God. So there are revelations that will enlarge your place, your tent. But then you need to search it out. It is the honor of king to search out a matter. You need to search it out. Tell your neighbor, search it out. Tell your neighbor, search it out. Tell your neighbor, search it out. Number four. Number four. What is the seed in your hand? Enlargement will not just come, brethren. Double will not just happen. It will not just happen. Let's look at Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. That's one of the principles. Seed. Sowing of seed is one of the principles that governs the world. Why the earth, verse 22. Um, Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. Why the earth remained. Seed, time, and harvest. And cold and heat. And summer and winter. Day and night shall not cease. Some people are praying for financial blessing, but they don't pay tithe with the little that they have. The question is, how do you want God to bless you? I mean, if you, if, if you have $100 and you cannot give God $10 out of it, then the question is, uh, how do you want him to enlarge your tent? We can pray, we can do something, but there are some things that will not happen until we do some specific things, like seed, sowing of seed. If I ask now, how many people are subscribed to Netflix monthly? There are plenty as they are seated here. There's no need to ask you to raise your hand. But can I ask you, can you not sow that money to God every month? Well, it's a choice you are making. But I encourage you to make a good choice. You are subscribing. 
paying money to Netflix every month. You are sowing a seed to Netflix. And you are reaping movie in return. I challenge you to sow a seed for God. And see what will happen with your life. What is the seed in your hand? For God to enlarge the place of your tent. One of the seed you can sow is your life. Give your life fully to God. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12 verse 1 to 2. That our body should be presented as a living sacrifice. Holy. Acceptable and pleasing unto the Lord. Serve the Lord. That's one of the seed you can give. If you look at the book of Exodus chapter 23. Exodus chapter 23. Exodus chapter 23. Verse 25. There is blessing in serving the Lord. And it shall bless thy bread. When you serve, it will bless your bread. And thy water. And thy water. And I will take sickness away from the meat. And I will take sickness away from you. I pray for you, you will not be sick. Now, you can also serve God with your money. Not just your tithe. Proverbs chapter 11. Proverbs chapter 11. Proverbs chapter 11. You see, there are some things, you see, money. You want to reap dollar, so dollar. They are simple principles. If our unbelievers engage them and it works for them. But some believers don't. When it comes to the issue of money, no, it's, don't go there. Just uh, leave it in my pocket. No, it doesn't work. God wants to enlarge your place even beyond what you are earning. It's not what you are earning that we are talking about. There are two different things. What you are earning, you already know. We are talking about an enlargement. Something you were not expecting. But something will make it happen. And I pray for you. You will sow your seed even to the glory of God in Jesus' name. You will sow your seed to the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. Proverbs 11 verse 24. There is that scattereth and yet increaseth is a mystery. There is that we told it more than is meat, but it tended to poverty. Have you wondered how some people, despite how much they are earning per month, they are still very poor? You know why? Because they are withholding. And the Bible says it is more blessed to give than what? To receive. Some people like to receive, they don't like to give. You see, if you live your life like that, God will say, well, this is what you merit. Just take. But if you give, look at the Bible says, He said, there is that that scattered, yet it increased. It increased. Verse 25. The liberal soul shall be made fat. He that watereth shall be what? Shall be watered also himself. If you water others, then they will water you back. He that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him. Look at it. It's not even God himself. But blessing shall be upon the head of him that selleth the corn. So there is one that said, I'm holding the corn. There's another one that said, I'm going to give out the corn. Be that person that give out corn in this year and see double coming your way. You see, I want you to know that whatever amount that the Lord is asking you to give unto him, you see, it is not enough to solve all your financial problems. 
It is not. It is not. And my prayer for you is this. You will enjoy abundance in this year. I say you will enjoy abundance in this year. In the name of Jesus. Your properties, you can sow it as a seed. Number five. Recover the falling axe head. Strategies. To enlarge the place of your ten. I want you to rise up on your feet. What is the axe head that has fallen in your life? What is the axe head that has fallen? Elisha, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit represents Elisha now and is here to help you recover it. What is the axe head that has fallen from your hand? Is it your vision? Is it your courage? Is it your joy? Is it your peace? Is it your zeal for the Lord? Is it the joy of the Holy Ghost or the fire of the Holy Ghost upon your life? What is the axe head that has fallen? Take an honest assessment as we get ready to pray. Take an honest assessment of your life. What is the axe head that has fallen? What is the axe head? Are you sure something is not wrong somewhere? Some people are not sincere with themselves. They are not sincere with God. They are not even sincere with fellow human beings. So it becomes very difficult for God to help them. So look for areas of your life where the axe head has fallen. Now I want you to raise up your hand. If you have any area of enlargement that you want God to attend to, Jabez said, enlarge my course. If you don't have them written down, just make sure you raise up your hand. The hand of the Lord that is touching his hands now. And every area of your life where you need enlargement, receive enlargement. Every area of your life that needs enlargement, God is enlarging your course already. Your health will not break down. That plague, that disease is out of your body already. Your finances, the heavens will open up. Over your business, over your work, over your studies, over your family, over your parents. The heavens are open now. The same God who answered the prayer of Jabez, that same God has answered your prayer. Father, we thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Jam those hands together for Jesus.
Jam those hands together for Jesus. Jam those hands together for Jesus. If you are here this afternoon and you are here to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Or you know that you have accepted him before. But now, because of sin or issues of life or something has happened. And you know that you are no longer with Jesus. But this afternoon, the Lord has ordained this day for your salvation. So if you are here this afternoon, you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want to rededicate your life back unto him. Please raise up your hand while we pray with you. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I want to come back to you. I need your help in my life. Father, we thank you. And my prayer for every one of you standing here this afternoon is that the Lord will keep you. And I will hear your testimony of enlargement. I will hear your testimony of enlargement. In the name of Jesus. Jam your hands together for Jesus.